Hey everyone, this is The Ballot, a Block Club Chicago podcast, and it's election night. I'm John Hanson, McDumpkey alongside me, investigations editor for Block Club Chicago. It's 9.34 in the evening. Brandon Johnson is currently speaking on the television right now, and we've already had a concession from Mayor Lightfoot, and Paul Vallis has already given his victory speech, I guess you could call it, to go to the runoff. Are you at all surprised by anything, Mick, so far that you've seen this evening? Well, like you were implying, John, I'm definitely surprised by the hour that we're having this conversation. We all thought it was going to be not only a late night, but uh, maybe later this week that we would get the results we have now. So that's definitely surprising. Um, I'm a little surprised that uh, Chewy Garcia kind of faded um, the way that he did. But uh, listen, uh, Paul Vallis and Brandon Johnson were the two candidates who had the clearest political bases um, that emerged over the last couple months. Paul Vallis, with his tough on crime platform, uh, was obviously going after the more conservative, i.e. white areas of Chicago. Um, even if he didn't articulate it that way, that's really what he was doing. Brandon Johnson, you know, really portraying himself as the true progressive in the race and having uh, the not only the teachers union, but other progressive unions and uh, and liberal supporters around the city, you know, he really was able to consolidate th- those voters. There's a lot we can break down here about maybe another year of low voter turnout. We'll have to wait and see how many of these mail-in ballots we still get before March 14th that were postmarked by Election Day. So there'll be a lot of post-game analysis. But for these two folks, Paul Vallis and, and Brandon Johnson, uh, I mean, the new campaign starts right now. It started with their speeches. They're off and running to see who can get that 50% plus one. That's exactly right. I was joking when we were watching these speeches, but I think it's actually true that uh, Paul Vallis seemed to me to slip into sort of the classic Chicago, you know, uh, do's and D's kind of accents here and there. And Brandon Johnson was just talking about his uh, faith and in city hall getting sanctified and he go as he goes in there and he's of course african-american the son of an african-american pastor so i i think already we're seeing them kind of you know stake their claims they're they're both going to say they're going after everybody of course they should they will but uh, listen they've got to shore up their bases and get everybody ready for another round of this yeah and when you look at the vote totals i I mean that's not always the best prognosticator of what will happen in a runoff. Paul Vallis will settle, at least as of right now, around 30%, 35%, excuse me. Brandon Johnson at about 20%. So uh, it, the question is, is how do they get to 50? Who of the seven candidates that didn't win are you able to pull from? And I don't know if anyone has an answer to exactly where Vallis goes from 35 to 50 or necessarily definitively where Brandon Johnson goes from 20 to 50. Do you have any clarity or sense of where other votes may break, or is it just impossible to tell? Well, I think reporters are notoriously bad at predictions, <laughs> and I will certainly include myself in that because, you know, we just follow the details so closely. We, we're we not pollsters. So um, with that qualification, John, on paper, it seems to me that Brandon Johnson has more places to pick up votes, like you're saying. Um, people who are left of center in this election had other choices. They had, starting with Chewy Garcia, they had some of the lesser-known candidates who did get some votes. Um, within the black community, Willie Wilson has some supporters. Now, I heard someone earlier today saying they saw a lot of Willie Wilson signs in uh, Copland on the northwest and southwest side. So maybe that's a place Paul Vallis can, you know, can pick up votes from Willie Wilson. But on paper, I do think that Brandon Johnson has 
more places, it seems like, to, to get votes. But he's got further to go than Paul Vallis. So this is a long way away of saying, let's, you know, let this is to be continued. This is going to be very interesting the next few weeks. Every election is a turnout election. I, I just really quickly looked at the wards and how their voter turnout was. Preliminary looks, again, we're still going to get more ballots. Saw the 19th ward over 55% probably very heavy ballast country, you know, who's voting there. The 45th ward was over 40%. A lot of areas in the 25 to 35% range. Turnoffs going to turn, turn out is going to be huge. Um, just a lot of unknowns going into this. And of course, this is like an education battle, right? I mean, you've got CTU versus CPS in a mayoral runoff. It's, it's kind of crazy that it's these two men have faded against each other. Um, first of all, yeah, your your point is well made about the ward by ward turnout, and then we have to think about what's the potential for growth for for both of the candidates in these wards. The nineteenth is almost always the biggest turnout ward, so that's not a surprise. I think as we're breaking down this election, you know, Chewy's going to be looking at the predominantly Hispanic wards. What was the turnout like there? They, it must not have been great if he fared as poorly as he ended up doing. Um, but uh, you know, and then. Everyone keeps talking about the lakefront liberals on the north side along the lakefront. You know, I'm really curious to see how they voted because it's my contention. They're not that liberal anymore. I'll be really interested to see how differently Lincoln Park votes from Beverly. Um, you know, and then where are they going to go in the next round? Uh, I live up in Rogers Park you know, far north side, that's usually a pretty progressive area. I would expect that's going to be Brandon Johnson, but a little further south along the lakefront, uh, where, where are they going to go? That's going to be really interesting to see. It'll be interesting. We'll break down this and maybe some of the uh, older person races with some of the reporters here in the coming days. Get back to work, Mick. I guess I should, John. Looks like there's still stuff going on. So thanks very much. For sure. All right. Uh, that'll do it for the ballot here in an election night edition. Uh, we'll drop another pod on you soon. Thank you.